I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So if you had to put on a scale your favorite type of pancake, mm. what would it be? Well, I am kind of partial to the... So I don't like my pancakes like super thick and fluffy. Okay. Right. Okay. Like to where when you put the syrup and the butter on, it becomes just a mush. But are you like... But I'm not are, all are the you, way to are a, you crepe. Not a crepe. You're not crepe. Okay. Not, all right. Okay. Right. You'll yeah. say you, you, you <laughs> cheesy <and> surrender <laughs> monkey. All right. Hang on, buddy. Like, Jesus. Jesus. No, I'm like, uh, I, I'm, I like them somewhat thin. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And somewhat firm. Give me a little bit of strength in that pancake. Oh, a little bit of integrity. A little bit of integrity. Now, yeah. are you like a... You want, I still want to be able to cut it with a fork. Got like, to be I don't, fork. I don't, yeah. I don't, 100%. I don't want to be yeah. having to bust out a steak knife to cut my freaking pancake. Now, do you like them when they have like a really firm consistency or still kind of fluffy where they kind of like the syrup mm, really sinks in? Mm, mm. See, that's... Um, I like a little bit of both. Again, you got to have... The fluffiness goes down when the firmness goes up right right so it's a it's a fine balance it's one of those pancakes where you throw a little butter Mm. throw your sauce on there Mm. your syrup your aunt jemima Mm. whatever you're throwing on there Mm -hmm. to where about about i'd say about when you're about 50 percent through that pancake you've got that's good good saturation (laughs) okay and i tend to eat around the butter Uh and save the butter piece for last okay that's my but in all honesty, if we're going to talk about breakfast foods, I'm much more of a, a waffle guy. I, li- I, I, I like I, me a fuck. I like <laughs> me a Belgian waffle. I know. I just gave you shit about the whole. <laughs> I like French toast, man. Wow, French toast. Really? I am a French toast Gosh, kind of guy. I haven't had French toast in forever. I used to make French toast all the time when I was a kid. But I, I, I just, it was I delicious. Just, I'm sure it really was because I, you know, fat people make good food. <laughs> 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 Let's get this episode started. <laughs> Little did I know this whole conversation set up set me up for a fat joke. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. God. The best part is it's not fat. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome back to the show. This is Ben and Tyler yeah. from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you with 
the hard facts like pancakes. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also, make sure and check us out on YouTube. Uh, it has come to my attention that basically no one watches podcasts. So why do we have it on YouTube? For the why, comments. Why not? <laughs> why, why the hell not? Yeah. You want to comment? Leave it on YouTube because that's where I'm going to see it. I'll take the view too, though. Yeah, we'll if take you, the view. I'll take the view. Like, honestly, the, the YouTube views help us out the most. But honestly, listen where you're going to listen. Do your thing because we still love you. Um, Have it, we had uh, any comments that are like just like straight up just haters that like these guys are such douchebags? Like, I'll have be we honest, had stuff like that. No, like, Gosh, I, I get I quite, quite look forward to those. I kind of do, but <laughs> I've had, we have a ton of comments where people are like, "How is this not more popular?" Oh, really? Like straight up, like this is guys will be like, "This is seriously like my favorite podcast." Like, not even including like, like it's not just automotive. Like, this is my favorite thing to listen to. Wow. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. First off, I'm like, get higher standards. I don't, I don't know whether to say thank you or you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, uh, continuing on that, yeah. um, reviews are very important. Tyler's going to tell you a story. Ooh, reviews, reviews, reviews on any of those platforms that Ben mentioned just a second ago. Make sure to screenshot your five-star review. Send that bad boy to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super sick sticker to that looks just like the logo on our awesome, awesome. You know, I am very impressed with the amount of, of coldness that is retained in one of these cups. You wouldn't think so because they're not really insulated. They're not actually at all. They're not. But, but they, they do they quite do, a good job. They do a good job. And yeah. it's a perfect size to where when you get to the bottom of it, you're, you're, you're still relatively cold. Yeah. And then you just throw another cold one in and it just recharges the, the crispiness of the... Nothing like an ice cold beer. Uh, and, an oh, and by beer. the way, these cups are for sale on our website. And they're like super cheap too. They're they're really cool. Anyways, it's yeah, cut. and it helps support the show. So I mean, I feel like kind of a shield doing that kind of stuff like with our own product. But dude, every dollar counts. It helps us buy equipment. Helps us do cool stuff. Yeah. So this is Ramblin'. If you're not familiar with our Ramblin' series, uh, we have a series called Ramblin'. This is Hen when we run out of uh, ideas <laughs> for a podcast. Hen hence the name. <laughs> we just kind of end up rambling. We have like a couple of things we want to go over, and we just. 
see where it takes us because we found mm-hmm. that uh, we tend to have some tangents and kind of go down some rabbit holes, and sometimes those rabbit holes are plentiful. Sometimes they are garbage. Yes. <laughs> so that's why these episodes are hit or miss. Ooh. We're going to go down some rabbit holes. We might find some gold. We might find, find a big old pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> big old dookie. <laughs> so let's get this started. I got the first thing I want to talk about. Go for it. <laughs> Ford fucking Ranger. Oh, God. Not again. <laughs> so, all right. Story time. Quick story. So, uh, as you know, I have my excursion and uh, some D-bag and an orange Camaro decided to break the back window and take a whole bunch of stuff out of it because he needed it more than I do. Why he needs my snowboard <laughs> pants and bag of snowboard stuff, I don't know. But evidently, he did. So He didn't even take the snowboards, right? He didn't right? take the snowboards. <laughs> like... They, if you're going to be dumb, you might as well be, you got to be tough. And taking one glove. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, and, and if you own excursions or you know anything about them, the and it's they, he broke the rear, rear window, so like the, the driver's side rear quarter, so not the back window, but like the back long window. Yeah. Um, and finding one is very hard. Uh, I was like, all right, I'm probably, I don't want my insurance rates to go up, so I'm just going to find one on my own. I quoted one out, and it was like a thousand bucks, and I was like, eh, eh, "Sorry, not gonna happen." And then I tried to find one, and they were like, "Not gonna happen." So then I called my insurance, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll make one happen." And then they couldn't find one, and then they couldn't find one again. And then I was like, "Well, I kind of need this to drive around." So like, "Yeah, we'll get you a rental." Yeah. You so need I got, a truck. <laughs> so I got a Ford Ranger, right? Ford no. fucking Ranger. Um, so I'm gonna do a quick diesel guy review of a Ford Ranger, okay. 2020 Ford Ranger. All right, guys. Sorry. Here we go. So, here's the arguments I have about Ford Rangers. I am a Ford Ranger guy, right? We all know this. Okay. I've had Ford Rangers in the past. I like them. I've put a lot of miles on Ford Rangers. Uh, the 2021 Ford Ranger has a little tiny EcoBoost in it. It's like the 2.3 two, two, or 2... Not the 2.7. It's like a 2.3 or 2.4. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, with a, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, with a 10-speed. Um, and I will say this. It is peppy. It is fast. Okay? It's got 10 speeds, baby. But other than that, it's fucking useless. <laughs> it's got seat warmers. Um, I like the whole Apple CarPlay thing. Yeah. I like the adaptive cruise control with lane departure stuff. That's I like cool. those new features. Am I willing to pay for them? Nope, not at all. How um, much is that Ford Ranger if you were to buy? I one? should price them out, but last time I bet so you it's thirty grand. I think at least that because it's a lariat. It's like a loaded oh. Ranger. So it's probably closer to 3540 mark, which is basically an <laughs> F150. Outrageous. That's <laughs> so outrageous. Unless you do actually need a truck that can't do much of anything that a truck is supposed to do, you can park in a compact parking spot. Really though. Like I was going to go to Home Depot and get cuz I had to replace a fence post and I had to go I wanted to go buy like a 4x4 four 8-foot four, stud and I'm like I'm going to need a red thing to hang off the back cuz this bed's like 3 <laughs> inches long. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I could fix like, fit like I don't know, one box of tampons back there. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other than that, like as far as daily driving, super comfortable. Oh, you yeah. know, push yeah. button start, all that kind of stuff. But tell you what, guys, uh, if if you are maybe looking to get into not a full size <coughs> truck, which I understand sometimes not everybody needs a full size truck, but someone who has had a Ford Ranger that before they became like the rear wheel small trucks. I had like an 88 and I had a 2001. Um, Didn't they make a Ford Ranger back in the day that actually had like a long bed? It was like an eight-foot bed. On the yeah, you can get Ranger. the single cab with an eight-foot bed. <laughs> it, wasn't the, it wasn't full width, yeah. but it was a full eight-foot bed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry. You couldn't get him an extended cab, but you get you get a single cab with an eight foot bed. Hell yeah! Still dude. couldn't fill the bed with anything and haul it because it doesn't have the power for it. But hey, <laughs> I mean the old you could find the old ones. They had like a little I think they have Perkins in them. Really? And they had a little old, wow. like an old diesel engine in them. Wow. They're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I get some message and be like, I got this Ford Ranger with a diesel and a cool home. Like, oh, have fun dude. finding parts. Here we go. Here's how this is how this is how this how this shit starts. He starts think he starts talking about something, and then I think of something that's kind of related but way off here so w- when me and my buddy were in high school it was probably like our it's probably like our junior year yeah junior because that's when you like yeah it's like your junior year mm-hmm. which is like right when you turn like 16 yeah typically typically um he my buddy kyle found a mitsubishi truck okay old school old Mitsubishi. like i want to say it was like late 70s Ooh. It had a diesel in it, and it was okay. five-speed. And it was a little two-wheel drive. It was like almost like a Chevy Love, mm-hmm. but it was a Mitsubishi. He okay. bought it for like $300. <laughs> it was the coolest little truck. It was badass. I don't even know what happened to it, but I, I had I had no idea that they made those in a, in yeah, a little diesel. Pretty pretty freaking sweet. It had, the ti- it had a tiny little turbo on it. Tiny little turbo. Oh, I bet. I mean, I mean that must have been any, probably less than like a two-liter diesel in probably. it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> But yeah, anyways, that's a tangent. <laughs> yeah. But uh, overall review, Ford Rangers for guys, if you have diesel pickups. Um, let's go over like why you would possibly like a Ford Ranger if you're used to diesel pickups. If you like men. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. We're going to put that in the Dr. Seuss file. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like men, um, if you <laughs> frequently go to the florist or the or the uh maybe you're a botanist maybe yeah. maybe i mean that's the only truck you need maybe if you uh i don't know that's all i got yeah <laughs> that's all I so got. <laughs> i why i can imagine someone would maybe buy this truck if they were coming from a full-size truck they're thinking oh okay you know i need something smaller to commute around in and I just need something that's not an SUV. Like, like who, but who's the guy that's like, goes to look at trucks, goes to the dealership. This guy's like, listen, the F-150 is the best-selling truck ever in America. We've got like 3,000 of them here. <laughs> any, an option, any option you want, we, we have one. We have every color. We have everything. They'll even tow up to like 12,000 pounds. So if you want to tow something, mm-hmm. like, hey, F-150 is a great middle ground. You know, F-350, F-250, we got the 150, right? Who's that guy that's like, nah, it's too big. <laughs> that's too big. <laughs> like, that's why I say. <laughs> in, in typical Ford fashion, they're like, oh, you can have any engine and transmission combination you want in this Ford Ranger, as long as it's, a, it's the, the the small, medium EcoBoost with a 10-speed. Yeah. <laughs> any option you want, as long as you want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like the little trucks, but. I've seen too many people buy little trucks, like Kyle, for instance, <laughs> well, <laughs> and yeah, painting it. Because they just like, don't do anything well. They don't. No. They, they don't. I mean, the bed space on them is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I could... I own a Toyota Tundra right now, Crew Max, that has a four-foot bed. So, I, I mean, it's bigger than those, but but still, it's like, there's not much you can do with that truck bed. Well, here's, here's Even with like my it. Ram 1500, yeah. that uh, it was Crew Cab short bed, even like which I think is slightly larger than the bed in my Tundra. Um, 
But still, that was like that's a tough bed to deal with. Like as far as if you're trying to like do work. Well, even if you like and oh, I got to put an eight foot two by four in my bed. I could probably put it diagonal and still close the tailgate or something like that. If I put it diagonal, I still have, it's still it's gonna stick out like three feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's not doing anything. So the, I just I can't make an argument for it, and I want to because <coughs> I've actually enjoyed driving it. I'd almost I'd almost buy an SUV over a. I would a hundred percent because at least the people in the back seat are more comfortable. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't do a back seat well. Like yeah. I have my son's car seat in there; it's a joke. So you sacrifice bed space for this like laughable back seat. <laughs> yeah, but then that means like the only redeeming feature of the truck that it had like a, a somewhat decent sized bed is gone, and the back seat's garbage. Yeah. So you're. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of beds and bed sizes and stuff. Do you think there's a legitimate reason that Ram never did a a mega cab long bed? I mean, like, why not? Like, a crew cab long bed Ford mm-hmm. is pretty damn long. Yeah, they're long. They're pretty damn long. So, like, why? I feel like that would be, like, a... Because how many people have spent the money to convert their mega cab to a long bed? Mm-hmm. A ton of people. You see them all the time. I have to imagine it's just because... At the, but, I mean... I'm trying to think of it like logistically, like okay, so you've got like these. I know why. Why? Because it would be the only. It would be one frame that exactly. would fit that. It'd be right. only one, instead of it being like a, which I don't even know if this is true. If like a mega cab, you know, a regular mega cab is sitting on like a crew cab long bed's frame. Is that right? And they're just not far off, or something. see that? That's what I'm thinking that, too. So they're yeah. That, I I can see where they're okay. That argument. I can see where that they're coming from on that because they mm. would have just one frame that would be specific to only that truck. Right. But still, I mean, even that, it's like, it's a little bit of metal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, that's why we're not engineers, yeah. right? <laughs> just, uh, right. Hey, you got some metal? Yeah. Just put a little bit of metal on there for me, okay? This would be like me talking to like Elon Musk, like, why can't you break into freaking Mars right now? Just keep shooting yeah. a rocket. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Why don't we just put solar panels on there and keep charging it? Yeah. Like, what the hell, Elon? Like, it's <laughs> like, not that. It's not that hard. On, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're not engineers. But anyways, another tangent brought yeah. to you by Tyler. <laughs> now, now, no matter what we do, we, when we start, it's going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so just so you guys know, we do have to cut these, epi- these episodes every like 10, 15 minutes. So if you're, if you're tuning in now or something like that, it sounds yeah. like we just broke and now we can't find a way to come back in organically. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened here. <laughs> so let's pick it back up organically. <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. Okay, I got I got one for you. When do you think we're going to be good at this? <laughs> Uh, episode 420 okay sick sick anyways okay so we were just talking about Ford Rangers and whatnot whatever Whatever. (laughs) I got I got I got one for you because I've got I was telling you this upstairs in a little bar up there Uh me me and me and the wife so we like I've said this before like a thousand times, but we like we go camping like all the time. Like we I we were originally going to go camping this weekend. We just got our trailer back from getting a bunch of work done to it. Uh, we we're going to go this weekend, but my wife's headed over to the other side of the state for some work stuff. So we're not. Anyways, we're like full bore. I want a freaking side by side so bad, yeah. so bad. Like ugh, I want one so bad. Like especially you've been with, up there camping with me. Especially like, with the weather we're having right now. Oh, my it, gosh. oh yeah, dude. So so we're working hard towards that. Okay. 
but also down the road, I'm you know I'll just tell you the whole. It's a rambling episode, so I don't need to. So, right now, my wife drives a uh, 2019 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. 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 (laughs) Red toe hooks. Yeah, it's got the red toe hooks. It's actually a pretty cool little Jeep. It's got a 2.0 turbo. I think it's a nine-speed transmission they use in those. Uh, pretty fun little rig. Like we've we've taken it up. Um, when we've taken like two cars camping, we've taken that up and kind of we threw the locker in. We did hey. some stuff. We did some hill climbs. Truck. We did some, we did some stuff with it. It was it was fun. But we so we we leased it. So we're we're we've pretty much came to the conclusion that we're just gonna give it back <laughs> when the lease mm-hmm. is up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wants she wants something else. Well, we want a three quarter ton truck. We're going to get a, we, we will get a three quarter ton truck. So the, the first thing is I'm going to talk to you about what should I get? What should I look for? What, well, what already, do you think? You already lost me at three quarter ton. I, if this is your tow rig or right? one ton. Yeah. Or one okay. ton. Yeah. yeah get, a three quarter ton at minimum. Get you, yeah, obviously. get you a turn. Get you one turn. Yeah. One, so what should I get? A Juanton. What should I look for? What should I get? Well, the thing is, I don't, do we know budget? Cause that's always big. Um, probably. That's up in the air still. Okay. Because we're going to have, obviously, I mean, we pay a decent amount on that Jeep. That's going to be gone. We will have a little bit of bankroll to kind of play with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we're, we're definitely, you know, obviously we're going to have a, like, we're not paying cash for, <laughs> right, <laughs> for a new right, rig. Right. Um, you know, I, I think Fords are out of the question for me Damn as it. much as I want one. Those things are so badass. Unless it's used, unless I get a so that that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm okay. trying to figure out: should I? I could do I do I do do we go look for something brand new and maybe lease something new and then see how we like it over a couple of years, or do I buy something new? Uh, which at this point, like the only one that's kind of in my price range is going to be a, a, a Ram. Okay, um, I think well, we can both safely say that you're not getting a Duramax. Hmm. <sighs> see, or any newer Duramax at least. I've always had this, this, this like urge to own one. Okay. A little bit, like just a little bit, mm-hmm. especially like an LML. Like I love the look at LMLs. Like we've talked about this before. So, <laughs> and, and yeah, I, and again, I'll say I, I'm not a Duramax hater, but the, I do have certain soft spots for certain Duramaxes. Yeah. For, like I have nothing against the LMLs, but a lot of the reason why for a long time I was gung-ho on the LMLs and LMMs is because none of the other trucks had quite gotten there as far as like interior amenities and because like Dur- Duramaxes have always been you know at least from the mid-2000s they've like oh, they started yeah. figuring out where Ford and Chevy were or Ford and Dodge were, were lacking, lacking yeah for sure and they made them super nice on the inside yeah um but now that Ford got the memo and finally Dodge yeah on the newer trucks like don't get me wrong I mean, you could probably find an LML for a good deal and whatnot. I mean, that could be a whole other episode. We talk about that stuff. But for me, if I was in your shoes for a towing machine, like what would I feel comfortable with? Like yeah. you turn the key or you press the button, you hear the rumble, it's time to hook up to the trailer. You just, you, yeah. you got that balls confidence, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I want. Balls <laughs> confidence. That's what I want. For me, it's not going to be a Duramax. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Nothing yeah. against them, you know, and, and maybe it's because I haven't driven like anything new. Like I've, I've never driven an L5P or anything like that. Maybe it'll change my mind. I don't know. Yeah. But for me, it's going to be either Power Stroke or Cummins. Um, Budget wise, as much as I do love the Power Stroke, the 10 speed, 
I they are not cheap. I'm, they're not. Okay. They're not, and they're, I, they don't seem to be going down in price. No. That, all that quick. No, <laughs> not um, as quick as I hoped. I was hoping that aluminum body was just shit. I <laughs> so, <laughs> I do think though that you with the everybody being so hot for the ten speeds. Yeah. You could probably pick up like a 17, 18, yeah, maybe even a 19, yeah. 6R140 in it. Yeah. I mean, that's still going to make over 400 to the wheels. Which I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't build anything for any like super big power. I, I would build strictly for a tow machine. For reliability in a tow, yeah. a tow machine. Like it, I, I, I think I've finally – I shouldn't say this <laughs> – because it's gonna kick my, I'm just gonna <laughs> bite myself. Let's hear it. Oh, well, I think I'm over like the the horsepower and the and. Ladies and I'm gentlemen. just gonna stop right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, podcast update. It's now just me talking to you. Tyler does not exist anymore. Uh, we've cut him off. He no longer has anything to do with diesel or anything, and he has decided that he doesn't care about making horsepower. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> No, that's just not a uh, that's not a a thing I'm looking to do now okay. as I'm looking at it. I read you. You know what I mean. <clears throat> so that's why I was kind of thinking. I was like, well, can you do like a if I can find like a like a relatively low mileage LML. I love the look of those trucks. I think they look mm-hmm. great. I'm not like lifting something six inches or anything like that, or even four inches to really. I mean, we're talking like a leveling kit or maybe like a BDS coilover conversion in like the two inch sort of two to three inch sort of range it, it's gonna ride really nice because you got the ifs in the front it's gonna be comfy it's gonna be comfy as hell yeah it, it it's it it just sucks because i'm i am a, a i'm a cummins guy through and through like i mm-hmm. love that engine i i i know that engine like the back of my hand like i if anything ever happened as far as engine wise like that's the one i feel most comfortable with working on mm-hmm. obviously but freaking shit man transmissions <laughs> and see here's Just, the thing that's the you, thing that's killing me if if this conversation was three four years ago um i'd be with you yeah. i'd be like oh if you're gonna tow heavy get a ram i think we've even had this podcast like get yourself a ram dude i mean you cannot be well, the the towing intuition of a, an inline six i i would feel more comfortable buying a Cummins with a 48 RE than I would with a 68 RFE. Oh, I'm 100% <laughs> like, with you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but then why I, do that's you think whole... I'm in a 73? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> two of them. Priorities are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, so that, that's, that, that's kind of the dilemma I'm running into. Um, you know, are, am I going to get something brand new? Probably not. You know, I'm probably, does the wife want something brand new? Yeah, she does. Um, but I think she's going to have a little sticker shock when she, when we go to look at stuff. Cause you know, I already kind of know this, but <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't know. It's still up in the air, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I've, I've been thinking about every, every, you know, every, every so often, but I haven't been put too much like serious thought into it. Um, but I'm thinking something that's a few years old, um, you know, something around the 2014 to 2018, Okay. range okay use that's low miles that doesn't have a bunch of bs on it um you know like i i don't uh, i think this is we've talked about this too in other episodes like i don't like buying trucks with a bunch of like mm-hmm. aftermarket parts on them. right it just scares the sh- shit out of me i i mm-hmm. believe i showed you one power stroke it was the only it was a, a six seven power stroke i can't remember the year i think it was like a i think it was like a 14 14 mm-hmm. or 15 mm-hmm. 
that one with the Carly suspension and the the BD turbo kit. Yeah, yeah. Like that one, I kind of felt a little bit more comfortable just because it's like, okay, whoever had this put quality parts in it. So yeah. I'm assuming they took care of it. Mm-hmm. They went and bought the good stuff. Uh, but still, at the same time, I'd much rather start with a low mileage stock truck. Um, myself, I think that's the same with you. I think that's the... Okay. I have an idea. Okay. Hear me out on this one. Okay. Okay. So this is your tow machine, mm-hmm. okay? And we're trying to find something that potentially has some low miles on it. And I can't believe I'm saying this. It's got to be a long bed. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> you, get that, you get the wheelbase on there. Yeah. It just I, makes towing easier. <clears throat> yeah. I've, okay. And I've been a short bed. I've never, I have never owned a long bed truck, ever. Uh, I have always owned the longest bed available for the configuration that works for me. Really? Yeah, I've never always. owned a long bed. Like, <laughs> And for a long time, I was like a, you know... I don't need a long bed or whatever. And then, you know, I had a truck that had an option. Like, there was an option for a longer bed, and I didn't have it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> I can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Okay, well, hold on, let me back before I forget the straight of thought. So, um, we're getting, you know, trying to get you into something that you can tow. And for me, if it's going to be your tow rig and you're putting miles on it, it's got to have some creature comforts. So... I, ideally, I would like if it's a Ford, I would see you in a like seventeen or newer. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But let's say seventeen is just before we get in the year. Yeah. F four fifty. Hold on, hold on. Here's the thing okay. though, F four fifty towing machine. You're never gonna out tow that thing with whatever you're doing. It's gonna be a double edged sword. You're either gonna find an F four fifty that was, it's got a ton of miles on it, super cheap, which that's not your jam. You don't want that. Yeah. Or you're going to find the F450 Grandpa Camper Special that is doing what you did. Yeah. And he took the hit on the value because he bought it new. And now he's, you know, he just traded his 16 F450 or, 20, yeah. or his 17 F450 in with like 50,000 miles on it for the 2021 F450 because that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. And I think that's going to, that would have a little bit higher sticker up front. But you may be able to find something that, the the price may be slightly higher, but you're going to be able to find something that has like barely any miles on it. You're going to find that grandpa but, special. But don't you think more grandpas would buy a 350 versus like an F450? Just because when I think of a 450, I think immediately work truck. Mm-hmm. That's all I think. I think, no, I think of grandpa retired or retiring soon walked it in the dealership basically like you traded it on a motorhome or something yeah like, like i traded <laughs> a motorhome i'm towing you know, i need something that's going to move this weight i have to tow with it i'm not winning any races i'm not doing any of that i have to move the weight and that's where he's getting that f450 that has like the xlt or the lariat yeah. trim in there with like the touch screen and the leather and whatnot and he's only you know he driven he if, drove if across country three times here's you know? the thing all the ones that i found that were that were used are all like the white work truck cab mm-hmm, chassis mm-hmm. style stuff. So yeah, I mean, if I come across one, absolutely it'll be a contender, but they're um, going to be few and far, very between few and far between. So because I, the, the, sorry to keep cutting you off. Yeah, no, you're good. The, the guy that's looking for the F four fifty work truck will glaze over the one you're looking for a hundred times out of a hundred times. Right. But the one that you're looking for, like you are the guy looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure. I, but I feel like I could do three fifty two, and that'd be totally fine. I and I feel like too. there's more There's more of those. There's, there's more, more, but I think you're going to find that more of the F3, just, okay, there's more F-350s to pick from. Hands down. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
but I still think that the F450 is going to be that diamond in the rough. Like you're, yeah, it's going to be one of those things. Where like maybe with the idea that I put in your head right now, because how it works with with our relationship with me and Tyler. <laughs> guess what? Now we're both going to be looking for F450s. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's how this thing works. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. When Ben was looking for an excursion, <laughs> I was literally looking at excursions, and I'm like thinking to myself, "Why in the hell am I looking at excursions? Oh, because. Ben wants one. <laughs> so yeah, now, we're, now we're both going to be doing <laughs> yeah. it. And, you know, it, it's not going to be immediate. I could see something coming up in the next, like, three, four months. And it's going to be, like, uh, for some reason, I keep seeing red. I know I know you're not into red Ooh, trucks. Red's but, not, that's a deal breaker for okay. me. Okay. That's a deal breaker. Here's the other one, though. That ruby or brown they have. That I could possibly That's do. That's a grandpa to- two-tone with the root That beer. I could possibly do. <laughs> I might get a little oh. bit of some flack, but hey. No, I, I'd slap your back on that one. Hell yeah, root beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Just call me A&W. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, it's still up in the air. I So we've narrowed it down to uh, still a Ford, <laughs> a GM. Or a ramp. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so we've narrowed it down. Yeah. We've narrowed nothing. No, we've narrowed literally nothing. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to make a cab again. <laughs> I want to make a cab again. I know. Mega cabs I are dope. So, them. well, th- let's go to the other side here then. So, I, I don't personally, I, it, I could see Cassie not wanting to get into a mega cab because if. Uh, oh, she loves them. Yeah. She, she loves them. No, well, okay, yeah. Sorry, let me. Into an older mega cab, like, oh, a, like yeah, a third yeah. gen. Mega. She's gonna want a fourth gen for sure. Yeah, and I I could see because if you're gonna get a mega cab, it means you're getting a Cummins, and if you're getting a Cummins, you're either getting a, a newer manual or you're getting one with a 48 RE. Dude, if I can find okay. a manual transmission mega cab, like my pants are super tight. Right you got spandex there, on, bro. There ain't no, there ain't no room in the fruit of the fruit of the loom right now. <laughs> Do you like that? That's good. <laughs> That's good. There ain't no room in the fruit of the loom. Can't fit no hands in these hands. Go do one. Do another oh, one. Dude, I was thinking of one for like because I got like pumas on right now. Uh-huh. So like, got no, got no ruma for the puma. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's got to be one for jockey. <coughs> or like, what's another Haynes? Did you do I Haynes? just did oh, Haynes, man. Haynes. I already forgot. <laughs> no hands in the Haynes. Ain't got no room for Haynes in your hands in these Haynes, baby. <laughs> Ooh, we need to write this stuff down. This is good stuff. This is why our podcast is going to the top. <laughs> We're going up. We're going up. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, like that would be that would be my jam. That would be like my truck. That'd be my truck, especially if I had a flatbed. <laughs> Dude, you Dude, get mega cab flatbed manual, sick on thirty sevens. Dude, that'd be dope. You, you know it. Oh, I know, hundred <laughs> percent. That would be a fucking badass truck. Dude. That that would be a t- that'd be a. T- you, my friend, would cause lots of tight pants yeah. wherever you yeah. decide to go camp. Yeah, yeah. You'd, roll, you'd be like, I just hear that comments coming in with a man. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, let me hop on my hop on my flatbed and do a little 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 jive for you, a little dance around. Yeah, hop on. <laughs> the dogs in the old backs. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. 
I'm, I'm in the front real hammer drunk. <laughs> just, just like, hell yeah, Tyler! <laughs> you did it! That would be, that'd be, that'd be sick. That would be sick. Mega cab, manual. That'd be, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. That's a hot truck. That'd be a hot truck. But again, super hard to find. That's like, I put that in the category of that F450 that you're talking about. I think it's, I think yours is even harder to find. Probably. Because it's older and it's, it's going to have even more miles on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and the fact that manuals are just, you know, they're, they're done. Can't buy right. them anymore. So they've intrinsically gone up in value just. Just because of that. Just because of that. Yeah. hundred percent. Darn it. But hey, you know, so whatever. Once we get, to, once I get a little closer to that, uh, we'll, you know, time frame, we'll have a little bit more serious conversation about that for sure. But I'm selling my Honda. I'm gonna sell my Honda and trade it in for another Honda. Well, not really trade it in, but <laughs> the Honda Roddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was driving it. Uh, I was driving. Well, I drove it to work and then I left for lunch, which I I go home and I let my elderly dog out. And as I'm leaving my house, like. 100 yards from my house the fuel pump that i just put in decides to stop working and I, i'm like pushing it back <laughs> it's like the worst walk of shame ever because i'm like pushing my honda backwards down my road <laughs> like trying to steer it and push it and then luckily my neighbor drives up and he's like hey you need a hand i'm like i'd love one <laughs> i'd love one you got a toe strap <laughs> yeah and then i get it parked in front of my uh front of my house and i <laughs> I, I told you this a while ago, but it's kind of funny. So y- y'all, everybody knows the trick with fuel pumps. Like if you have a oh, fuel yeah. pump that goes bad, you, you beat the hell out of your fuel tank with a hammer. Yeah. Okay. So I have the Honda is parked out in front of my house. And I'm like, how in the hell am I going to get this? Because my driveway has an incline. So I'm like, mm-hmm. me and my wife, she's not going to be able to help me much pushing this thing up the hill. I mean, we probably get it up there, but I need to drive this thing in. Mm-hmm. And so I go grab my sledgehammer, which is still sitting in the passenger seat of the Honda. <laughs> And I go under the Honda and I, I go to the back of it and I'm just smacking the shit out of the underside of it. Like five good solid hits. And then I realize I'm hitting the spare tire. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I'm like, that's not the fuel tank. And I go, so I move up forward. So the fuel tank is, is in front of the rear tires in the middle. I, I beat it a couple of times with a hammer fires right up <laughs> like you little car <laughs> uh, i love you but i hate you get it in the garage that's where she sat yeah but i'm gonna throw a new fuel pump in her i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sell her i need some room in my garage i was one of the stipulate because if we're getting a side by side we're obviously we want to put that in the garage i don't have a shop yet uh, or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. and then because uh, i was originally gonna be like yeah hey, let's park the honda on the side of the house in the backyard <laughs> My wife's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, ah, gotta sell it. Come on, babe. <laughs> like, I don't want to sell it. It's it's such a good. I call it my pocket car. Yeah. It's, or my back pocket car. It's just my car I got in my back pocket if I need another mm-hmm. rig. Um, but it is what it is. I'd I'd rather I'd much rather have a Honda Talon sitting in my garage than a Honda Accord from 1987. 100. 100. So, I think that's kind of all I got for rambling this this time. I mean. Oh, I got one. I still, Go still for ready it. for you. Go for it. So, in the world we live in right now, and I'm going to go ahead and ask anybody else if you've had these, anybody else that's in the in the business of selling things, especially products, um, there is somewhat of a, I want to say like customer etiquette maybe, and I'm going to, I don't mean to come off gripey and complaining about customers. We have a lot of customers. <laughs> we have a lot of really good customers. 
There's always going to be some that are just kind of hard to work with, but you can make them happy. And there are just some that you can't win. I think that's common with like every sort of industry. Any any time there's a consumer involved mm-hmm. in a product being sold, there's always like always. And maybe it's because we're doing more orders now, but there have been like, and I get some of the I get some of the frustration, right? I get the frustration. I just gotta say, like, I'm all right. Here's my gripe. I'm gonna say it. Just do it. I'm gonna be a little complaining here. Yeah, do it. All right. So. We are like we literally do the best we can to try and get people information if things are back ordered. And absolutely. And yeah. we've we've actually gotten a lot better. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. Like I, I'm the first one to admit, like we are a growing company. We had some problems that we had to get through, no, problems that weren't like detrimental. We just had to like, oh my goodness, there's an influx of orders. Like we need to make sure that we're staying on top of this. So we whatever, you know, we do what companies normally do. We sit down, we have a meeting, we figure it out, okay, so we're gonna you know how can we let the customer know even faster than we were before? Because yeah. in the past, when we had low order volume, we would just call. quite literally <laughs> call every single one. Yeah. And if you didn't answer, we call you back two hours later. Yeah. If you didn't answer, we call you back the next morning. And then send you an and email. And send you an <laughs> email. And I would love to still be able to do that, but the the time has come to where we had to start automating some of this. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's you know maybe that's our crux there i know we've just crossed over from small company to big company there at some point but like here's what i think the problem is yeah when people order online they already have this kind of this mentality in their head that it needs to be quick it needs to be like i'm doing this online because i wanted to get it done quick i didn't mm-hmm. want to drive anywhere i didn't want to talk any, to anybody person to person i just wanted to hit the buy now button mm-hmm. and go right mm-hmm. and so people miss things when that happens, mm-hmm. especially descriptions, notations, things like that. Drop down boxes, drop downs. Yeah. Um, it's just the amount of urgency that people have into, I want this product now. I want to order it now. I, you know, it, 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 they're just not reading things. And I think that's half, that's half the problem. I mean, how many, how many times have we had, somebody order something and say, you know, call back and go, this doesn't work for my application. And we go, yeah, we have a note saying that it wouldn't <laughs> yep. literally we have a, on the page. We have a section that says important notes in red and bold with asterisks. And if you read the important notes, it actually says the exact question you're talking about. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that, that we try to go above and beyond. Like if you were to compare diesel power products website to other companies that sell the same stuff, Here's what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of other companies that utilize the same exact. Uh, and here's the thing: and the manufacturers sometimes are are kind of the ones that blame too, because they don't provide all the information. But that's where mm-hmm. we are the difference. So it, uh, let me go back to. So there's other companies that where, you, where you'll see they're selling a product, and if you if you read the description and then read the description from the manufacturer, it's an identical word for word match. Okay, they're just copy and pasting the information onto their website. Whereas where we do things a little bit different is if we run into an issue with a product uh, or something that we find out about the product through an order, we'll make sure we, we put extra stuff on our website. We will put that in the text. We will put that in the notes. We will, we will, we will do all of that because we can't sit there and babysit people when they're placing their orders. We're going to provide all the information that we can on the page for the product. 
so you, the consumer, consumer can make an educated decision on if that's the right product for you. Now, if you if you want to not read anything mm-hmm. and take the risk, <laughs> there's risks associated with that where you're going to be possibly unhappy when you get the wrong part or something like that. But I think it just comes down to it, it all stems from this speed. And, and that's where yeah. we're trying to get ahead of the curve with the speed things as far as notifying customers back orders that sort of thing but there's still that we can have a product on our website that states it's on back order and we'll get a call the next day after they order and go i don't have a tracking number (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's the and and to kind of give you guys a scope of this kind of stuff so uh like my day-to-day stuff i'm i'm on in the bullpen with the sales guys constantly just like figuring issues out helping customers out uh doing helping the sales guys out with whatever they need where Tyler is right now is basically like he's one of the magicians behind the website. Yeah. So whenever we need something fixed, Tyler sees it. And we, we literally send between all five of us sales guys, it's gotta be 10 to 20 updates a day Yeah. on the website. Yeah. And it's like, we, we try to be like as proactive about that kind of stuff. Right. And it just, it sometimes it breaks my heart. Yeah. Like in it, I try to make sure like like D-bag bad doesn't come out. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously this is the workplace. You know? Right. I The customer's always right. I get that. Like you can't, you can only keep it so real with people before things start getting really weird, right? Right. And like they're just, some of them where it's like, yeah, this said it would do that. No, no, it didn't. Where does it say, actually, like you, you quite literally clicked a checkbox <laughs> that says it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. And then in the important notes, it says that. Yeah, and then into the description in the first line, it talks about. I don't need to beat around the bush. It's about emissions intact and delete stuff. People buying things thinking they're going to delete them, and we try and make it. It was an edge insight. Okay, okay. <laughs> it, it, if, if you know what that is, then you're probably laughing right now. But yeah. I, I get it. Okay, but it, it's like we say it's a monitor. There's no tuning on it. There's a box that says emissions intact only. In important notes, it says does not do any sort of emissions removal. Yeah. Our hands are kind of tired. I don't point. know yeah. what else to tell you, man. Like, not only does it not do what you think it's going to do, but, like, I don't sell anything that does. Yeah. Uh, any of them. Yeah. If you get anything from this part of the podcast, I hope that people leave this podcast with, okay, that happens in my industry, too. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> you know just, what I mean? I'm not like trying to <laughs> – yeah, I'm, I'm really coming off kind of complaining here, but, like, it's just – it's happening so much. And I guess I just want to know if, like, if that kind of – or then with the back order stuff. Like, yeah. so w- with our protocol right now, if something's on back order, um, you get an email usually within one to two business days. Yeah. If it's, like, an expedited order, you usually get an email faster than that because those automatically go to the top of the list for us to start getting, you know, ahead yeah, of the ball. Yeah, because you're right expecting now. it to be shipped right away yes. and if we can't. So. And you get an email because we can fire off an automated email with, you know, your order number, the nomenclature, and the ship date a hell of a lot faster than we can a phone call. Yeah. And you obviously placed your order online, so I'm going to assume that you have an email because you kind of have to have one to place an order online (laughs) and that you kind of know how to use the internet (laughs) because you place an order online. (laughs) And then we get the, well, why didn't you call me and tell me? Or why didn't you tell me? Like, that's what we're doing right now, man. Yeah. Like, we we just found out this is on back order. And guess what? We don't even know what's going to be back, but I've got these three other options. Yeah. There's horseshit. Like, 
okay, you know, I kind of agree with you because we've sold these for like five years and the first time they've ever been on back order. But again, like we just found out and that's what we're calling you. Yeah. Like, Unacceptable. How, <laughs> how, how can I help you out? And yeah. now, and then, then you just get cussed out and you're like, dude. Yeah. Like the, you, you, I, I will say that those customers that get to that level are very few and far between. I mean, yeah. as far as the ones that bring it to that level. And again, I, I, I have a feeling that, again, we're not the only industry that deals with we're not the only industry that deals with customers that are a headache. I mean, that's just fact. I know right now I'm probably, we are probably being a headache for the people that fixed our trailer or said they did because we blew a tire in the trailer and it kind of mm -hmm. messed up this little like steel piece that's mm -hmm. right above the wheel. Well, and we told them we want this trailer to look brand new. Like it ripped the fender flare off the piece that the fender flare attaches to. We want replaced. Well, they didn't replace it. Cause the guy was like, Oh, it looks fine until I go to pick up the trailer and I'm looking at it from 50 feet away going, you can see the crease in that. Like that's what we were wanting to be get replaced. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see it now. I see it now. It's like, come on, come on. So, I mean, I'm that customer in that situation, but I feel like I'm justified in that situation. Cause we told them we wanted it to look brand new. <laughs> so, I mean, there's again, every industry, whether you're working on cars, whether you're selling soup food at the supermarket, whether you're, selling gas at the gas station you're gonna run into a customer that's unsatisfied yeah you you always are and, and that's and that's too bad you know i i think a lot of it too though comes down to people don't i think when people like we have a lot of stock here we we, we have uh oh, yeah. upped our stock level on parts like a ton like, like 15 20 fold yeah i mean it's crazy how much parts we're stocking now but um i think a lot of people think that okay we have like 20 some odd thousand different products on our website. I'll be the first to tell you, we don't stock every single one of them. <laughs> okay. No. And I can guarantee you every store like us does not stock every single one of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. With the exception of a couple places that, but still they probably don't stock. They, don't everything. Stock every single, they may stock they, a hell of a lot more than we do, they, but not every single they one. Don't. So I, I think people have that mentality to think if it's on, if it's on your website, you have it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay to a point. Yes. I mean, again, we try to keep up on things as best as we can, but in a lot of instances we're dealing with manufacturers directly. Like there's smaller manufacturers that we deal with that maybe at this point, it's not beneficial for us to do a stock order because we're not, we have a certain threshold of, of how many orders that it takes for us to be able to financially justify stocking the product here. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, it, it, it it's a game of dollars and cents. I mean, that's, yeah. and I think that's the case with any, with any business. Again, we're just, we're on a different scale and a different, um, different industry, but I, I, that's, I think people have that mentality. They don't understand the backside of the business as far as how things actually operate with a business like ours. Um, so they get upset when, when they don't have accurate information, even from the beginning, even if they place the order and we call them immediately after that's still too late. That's still too yeah. late. Because they should have been, they should have been notified before they even hit the add to cart button, which I, I understand, I get, but I can tell you right now, unless you're buying from a manufacturer direct that keeps live like stock feed on their website, you're gonna run into that. You you're you're going to with anybody. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just getting salty. Maybe you are. I think I'm getting a little salty. I'm trying to I'm trying to like justify everything you're saying. I Am I doing a good job? I think I'm just. <laughs> I'm just being a bitch. Yeah, I'm just trying to save your ass right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's me complaining. Yeah. If that's the hardest my life gets, you know what? I'll be okay. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate every single order, even the ones that... Do you know what's the best? Is when you have a customer that has an issue with something and then you get it fixed and then they call you back and continually order parts and like your buddies now. Okay. Yeah. That, that <laughs> is, that is super gratifying. Isn't it? Yeah. Especially. Yeah. And I've had those two where it's like, you almost, sometimes you got to have the conversation with them. Like, Hey dude, like let's, I'm going to talk to you man to man. Yeah. Right now. Like yeah. I'm going <laughs> to treat you like a neighbor. Okay. Like let's be real here. This is what's going on. This is what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. Like, let me see if I can make this happen and we'll, we'll do what we can to, you know, get you happy so that you call me back next time. Yeah. That's the goal here. Yeah. Okay. And if people are down for that, cool. If they're not, then they'll tell you, go to buy a Ford Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> go buy a Ford Ranger. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say, they'll tell you to have a fucked day. <laughs> Cause I've had that happen before. <laughs> it was like six forty-five AM. I know it was like at the beginning <laughs> of the day. It's like, God, I don't even remember what it was about. I don't remember either. It was just like, guy, yeah, go ahead and have a fuck day. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks. And like, the, <laughs> and I'm talking like the sun wasn't up yet, and I'm looking over and Tyler. Tyler's like, God, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Like, I, I think it was one of those calls where like it happened so fast. We're like, yeah, I just checking on this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's this. Yeah, okay, okay. Click. <laughs> yeah, it was probably oh. something stupid like, um, like. A weather delay, <laughs> like not anybody's fault, nobody's fault. But it's just like I'm not getting my part when you said have a fuck day. Well, it's like, <laughs> Bye. and you probably were like, okay, well, let's you know, let's see what we can do about get some getting some of your shipping refunded or something like that. We'll get you taken care of, and then like just punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed about that for quite a while. We still laugh a, about yeah. it. That was a long time <laughs> yeah. ago. That must that might have been like 2000 like. 17 or 18 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was good, though. <laughs> I laugh about it now. <laughs> I laughed about it. I wrote it in my journal. <laughs> I wrote it in my journal that night. <laughs> you told a funny joke. <laughs> told a funny... Chuck told me a funny joke today. <laughs> if you guys didn't get that movie reference, that was Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica Corningstone told a, a funny, funny joke. <laughs> I even wrote it in my journal about how funny of a joke he was. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta wrap this one up before we start quoting things that we shouldn't be quoting. So, <laughs> that being said, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, if this is your first time listening, thanks. If it's your first time watching, thanks. If it's like anything above that, I saw it. Hit that, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Subscribe. All that kind of good stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.